Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rise Up For You Workplace Solutions Podcast. My name is Natalina Nasserdine, the founder of Rise Up For You, and I am super excited to be speaking with Dr. Karen Souk today. We're going to be talking about all things leadership, which, as we know, the past couple years, modern leadership, effective leadership, transformative leadership is key to really enhancing company culture and developing our teams. Dr. Karen, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Of course. So I always love to start the episode just by letting our guests tell us a little bit about yourself in your own words. So I'm a, the founder of Wisdom to Lead, a consulting company leading leaders and organization to lead from a mindful and mindful place. So we facilitate retreats, courses, and lectures, bring the mindfulness and the self-awareness aspect to the companies to the workplaces in order to create thriving companies and fulfilled employees. Yeah, I love it. And I love that you mentioned self-awareness so many times because as an organization with Rise Up For You, one of our core principles is emotional intelligence. And we know that self-awareness is a huge part of emotional intelligence. And I always say it's the first step to any great leader right, is having an awareness of oneself and how they're showing up and their behaviors and how they manage themselves. So I'd love to hear a little bit more, you know, in your own words, what would you say is like the top challenge that you see amongst leaders today? That if you could just have all the leaders in a room, you would share this one thing, this one challenge to help them fix. To show up in an authentic manner and be vulnerable and see the employees and be seen, you know, I think the most important thing nowadays that employees want to see, to have, feel, to feel connected to other people, to feel like a sense of community, to feel seen, you know, and to fulfill themselves. So and we're all struggling nowadays, right? So now we actually, the post-corona, I don't know, a few of the yeah. countries are in the midst of the corona, but at the end of the day, I think what's the coronavirus uh, transformation made us, be more human, connect to our humanity, to show up fully, to be vulnerable. It's okay not to know what the answers is, to be there emotionally for our employees, even only to tell them, look, I see you're struggling. How can I be here for you? That's amazing. And it's a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because I'm curious your take on this. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of leaders that we work with, they always give uh I guess I don't want to say excuse, but they give the excuse that they don't have time, right? Because they have their own job to do. And yeah. so this idea of, you know, mentoring and coaching and being there for their team on an emotional level, not on a job level, you know what I mean? Yeah. But on like a human level seems to be this thing of, ah, like, do we really have the time to do this? And you and I know that we have to make the time, but what would you say to that? So I will say that in a paradoxical manner, it will increase their productivity and efficiency of their employees. So, you know, what I found in my research and written in my book is that as leaders, we hold a lot of tensions. The modern world contains a lot of tensions, right? Between the short term and the long term, between the employee needs and the organization needs, between speed and quality. However, the main tension that I found, the crucial tension that I found that we need to address nowadays is between the doing mode and the being mode, right? Because as leaders, as you say, we are we know that we need to be in the doing mode to have the right resource to, to be busy. However, the new leadership talks about the ability to pause and listen and accurate our 
way and fine tune our products and our processes and do through being. So once we really listen to our employees and the needs, we can be much more accurate and achieve much more from the situation and invest minimum effort and maximum results. So, you know, I, I can understand that leaders, it's like in the old um, paradigm, it's like a waste of time, right? I don't have time now to listen to them talking about their uh, children or struggling. However, once you will be there for them, listen in five minutes, even 10 minutes, believe me, they will be so engaged and so committed because they will feel seen. So this is what I'm saying. Even that it's counterintuitive, it will increase your productivity, connection. And once people are connected, I think they can achieve anything they want together, right? Yeah, I agree with that. It, Dr. Karen, would you, is there any kind of strategy that you would give to just be more present, to be an active listener? I mean, you know, we live in a world where there's so much consumption, there's a lot going on. Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes even just that simple act of listening and being present can be very challenging for leaders, right? They're typing on the computer, they have their phone. I'm guilty too. Like I, I catch myself with my All of us. <laughs> Let me put my phone down. <laughs> So is there any like simple strategy that you have to share with leaders that can just get them back into that place of present moment so that they can be an active listener for their team? So I, I really believe that even starting the, the meeting by yourself or with your team, like for one or two minutes pause and meditation, you don't have to call it meditation, but let's be present and even make a checkup meeting, ask each and every one, how are you present here with us between one to 10, okay? And one of the employees say, okay, I'm really bothered right now with my kids. I don't have a solution for them. And the fact that I say it already make me more present, okay? So, and maybe the leader will hear that nobody is present right now. So let's take 10 minutes, finish what we need to do and come more present. So it's working in the process, right? And again, it's challenging. And another tip that I can give leaders and managers and individuals, usually when we are listening, and to, to our employees, to whoever we are listening, we always want to offer the solution right away, right? Because we have it in my, our mind. We are listening, but we are not really listening. We are listening. We want them to stop talking and bring our solution. So I really invite a practice to practice even five minutes when you're one-on-one -on -one or with your team, only listening without providing any solution, but enabling a space for various a viewpoint to emerge. And then really you can find a much more creative uh, solution instead of bringing your own solution every now and again. So this is another tip. It's interesting. Uh, when you were talking, it I had a flashback to when I was a professor because when I used to teach, I used to use the same method where I would read the room of the students. And if the students were in a space or an energy that maybe wasn't positive and they weren't able to learn, then I switched my method because if I'm just teaching, but they're not retaining, it's pointless, right? So I really had to feel and listen to my students to understand like, what do they need today? And how do they need the curriculum delivered? Because if I just do my traditional thing, it's all gonna go in one ear, out the other ear. Very much the same thing when it comes to leaders in the workplace, right? That's amazing. It's actually the point because we need to, ex the, we are learning the best way through experience, right? And what you say, you were really present with your students and felt them. And once you connected to them in a deeper way, I, I'm sure they learned even more 
if you only deliver the content without seeing them, making them part of the process. But you needed to be mindful, right, and present, and really listen, and not be caught up in your mind and your agenda, right? You needed to be flexible and agile. And yeah, I, I like how what you just said about um, them being a part of the process, right? Yes. So modifying makes them a part of the process. So I, I love that. Um, Dr. Karen, is there anything else that you would share with us in regards to leadership, especially when it comes to mindful leadership? You know, where does somebody get started with this? If you know, we have a lot of leaders in our community. We work with a lot of companies and someone that's watching this saying, you know, okay, like I'm ready to make the shift. What would you say is that first step? So if I, I invite people to create for themselves, first of all, space. As you said, you start with self-awareness, right? So first of all, put in as a leader, I know that you're really busy. Put in your calendar twice a week, 30 minutes meeting with yourself, okay? And, and yeah. reflect and take the time only to be present. It's it doesn't seem uh, rational, right? Because I don't have time. So make a time yeah. to connect to yourself. And then also offer this space within your organization. Uh, offer this space, maybe create a physical space for people to go and meditate, yeah. to take a time off, to take 10 minutes, uh, go to nature. Creating this space, invite new solution to emerge, a new connection. And you know, I also heard about lately, uh, uh, the word uh, serendipity. When you create space, you create for uh, more opportunities to emerge, right? And for innovative solutions to emerge, like in the coffee break. So people are speaking and something can emerge. So I really invite, I think the, the main practice is to create space. And the second thing is to listen. Really listen to the person who is standing in front of you. Not waiting that he will stop talking, but listen and be present. Give him your, give him your present as a present and see what will emerge from the, this practice. I love that. Dr. Karen, thank you so much for joining us. I want to jump into the power section of the interview. So I'm just going to throw some fast questions at you and some simple responses. So if you could leave the world with one final message, I call it the golden nugget. What mm -hmm. would your golden nugget be? Dare to show up fully and connect your heart to your mind and let your heart lead you. Beautiful. And what would you say is one value that you have that's a non-negotiable? Authenticity, integrity, and vulnerability. Three, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can have three. <laughs> and before I ask you my final, final question, um, tell us a little bit about yourself, Dr. Karen, in regards to where we can find you. If we can find you here on LinkedIn, tell us about your book. Like, If somebody mm -hmm. wants to connect with you, where's the best place to do that? So in LinkedIn, I'm uh, Dr. Karen Tsuk, TSUK, on uh, my website, wisdomtolead.co. And my book, uh, my new book that I published uh, called Mindfully Wise Leadership, The Secret of Today's Leaders, it's on Amazon. You can find it. Beautiful. Thank you so much. So final Thank question, you. Dr. Karen. As you know, we're the company Rise Up For You. What comes to mind when you hear that phrase, rise up for you? There to show up fully and be authentic and bring your present to the world once you show up fully. So I love this name. Absolutely. Dr. Karen, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you everybody thank you. for watching. Again, my name is Nedalina Nasruddin. I'm the founder of Rise Up For You, and we are bringing engaging content to help support the workplace, great leaders, and really bridge the gap between you and your potential. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Dr. Karen. Thank you.